Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our special bonus episode. I finally got a chance to catch up with Marvin Sequila from France, and we had a really fun chat. Side note, we recorded this before Darren Brooks made the big announcement that he is no longer going to be on the show. We are both devastated. Darren and Wyatt will be missed tremendously. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm here with a very, very special guest. My co-host today is Marvin S. from France. Hello. Hello, hello, everyone. Marvin, how did you get into The Bold and the Beautiful? In a similar way, yeah. I got uh, got on The Bold and Beautiful through my mother because my mom was watching the show. I remember every time I would go, uh, that was back in 2009. Like, let's way back in, two, in 2009, that was 14 years ago. My mom would watch the show the, every time I would, I would go home from school because they broadcast the bold and the beautiful in France. I think it was around uh, 6, 6, 6.30 p.m. around that time. And they broadcast two episodes back to back at the time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And my mom would be there to watch. Every time I would go home to my, I would find her on television, in front of the television watching. And at the first, I didn't really care for it initially. But then, I don't know, there's this one storyline that caught my attention. It's the storyline of Steffi dating Rick and her father, Ridge, who was Ron Moss at the time, was against it. Because he felt like Ridge, Ridge he felt like Rick wasn't the right guy for her. And he, and he was right. Rick was a jerk. He was manipulative and he was cruel and mean and, and manipulative. Rick was the bad guy. He wanted to protect his daughter against them. And that that is what got it my got got me into it. All right. So yeah, this is how I got into the both of the beautiful. But initially, when I watched that storyline, I thought that that was just a one. Oh yeah, I, I just watched this show because of the storyline. I thought that was just a one-time thing. But I didn't expect it that. After the storyline, I really was into the show and I I kept watching it. Because just, it, it's like a drug. It's addictive. It is addictive. It is addictive. It I is. Know. No matter how mad you get. Yes. You still can't stop watching it. <laughs> exactly. You can't help yourself. Who do you hate the most? Like, who do you love to hate? Liam, at the, at the very <laughs> moment, Liam Spencer. And I sometimes Brooke Logan. Because I... For the most part, I don't like her character. For them, I've despised her a lot for a long, long time. But I can acknowledge that sometimes she can be really cool. She has her moments of brilliance of being really cool, really, really doing cool stuff. She's not always bad and annoying and and whatnot. She can do cool stuff. She, yeah, she, her character is very. Um, I would say more. She's. I would see Brooke as morally ambiguous. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. She's not just just consistently good or consistently evil sometimes good sometimes bad 
And what I figure out about Liam is that I think he is on some level a morally ambiguous character, disguised as a hero. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand how he's supposed to be the hero. And I also don't understand how Ridge is supposed to be this great guy. Like he is, if you're going to start comparing like him to Bill, because, because I mean, Ridge does have boundaries. Yeah. He has lines. Bill doesn't care. He'll throw you out of a plane and try to kill you or out of a helicopter. <laughs> out of a helicopter and try yes. to kill you. So yes, yes. if you could bring back any character, it, it doesn't matter. They Even if they're not alive, if you could bring back any character, who would you bring back? Any character on the show. Honestly, I would bring back, I would say Caroline. Oh, the original? Oh, uh, Bill Spencer's niece. Mm, oh, okay. Uh, the Avon family. Oh, yeah. And Stephanie Forster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree <laughs> with all of those. Do you remember Darla? Uh, or was that... It was a long time ago, so I don't know how long you've been I watching. I didn't watch it at the time. I didn't watch it. I, I figured... I've, I've known about uh, her being killed off because of Taylor, right? In an accident. Darla, oh, that was... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam's mother, right? Mm-hmm. Adam's mother, right? Yeah. Who got killed uh, by by uh, Taylor by Taylor. accident? Mm-hmm. She was drunk. Yeah, yeah, but she's an angel. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has her she has her fair share of skeleton in the closet as well. She's not perfect. And I'm sorry, but Brooks never shot anyone. To, to, to my knowledge, she has a fair share. So... has her skeleton in the closet. I talk, I talk about Taylor. Not questionable stuff. Taylor has done also has, has committed crimes. She shot. She killed out Darla. She shot Bill as well. Yeah. The thing that shocked me is that she also had she also had an affair with Rick. She dated Rick. She what? did. So Rick dated yeah. the mother and the two sisters. Both daughters. Both daughters and the mother. Yeah. He did like he did like her mom Brooke. What Rick. what characters accuse Brooke of doing? Yeah. But that's okay. They can do it. She just can't. <laughs> I can't do it, but everyone Steffi else can do it. did it as well. Steffi did it as well. Bill, Wyatt, Liam. Yeah. They all did it. That's interesting. <laughs> they all did it. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Finn and Steffi. Because Finn is your favorite character, right? Do you still like Finn and Steffi together as a couple? Do I still like them together? Do I still want yeah. them together? Do you want them together? I want them to stay together. Yes. I want them to face the challenges that they, that are set in front of them. I want them to face the challenges. I don't want them to be like hope. Just like I said in my recordings, I don't want Steffi and Finn to be hope and Liam 2.0 miscommunication. They don't know how to communicate. People interfering in between them. They are completely helpless little victims who don't know what to do every single time. I've seen that with Hope and Liam before. I don't want to see that with them. Do something different with these two. Yes, I want them to stay together. I want them to face the challenges head on. I want them to face it. Like I said, I don't want them to be like Hope and Liam 2.0, as I refer to being a helpless little victim. We don't know what to do. Everybody's in a fit in between us. We have made miscommunication. We've seen this time and time and time again. They need to be different. I want them to be different. I want them to sit down. I want them to have conversations. I want them to have mature conversations. That that's what that's what that's what that's what's interesting. I don't right. want every couple to just miscommunication. We don't know how to talk to one another. And Steffi seems like a very, very smart girl. Well, yeah. Finn is also a smart guy. 
and sit down and have a conversation. That's what I believe. The whole thing's weird. Like yeah. he should just go with her. I don't. I'm, I mean, I don't know. I know Sheila's bad. They're scared of Sheila, but it doesn't make sense to be apart to me. <laughs> Thank you. Because now she don't have anybody to watch her or to help her. Exactly. Her husband is at home while she's overseas. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so what's to st- stop Sheila from just going overseas? <laughs> no, it's not. Because especially if she knows Steffi's overseas. Of course she's going to follow her. Oh, so I'll go there. I'll get rid of her. And Finn will right. not be able to protect her. And I love how they keep playing the scary music when, <laughs> when <laughs> Sheila and Deacon are together. It's like the Halloween music. It's so funny. Brilliant. So brilliant. No, no, it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> and the thing that's so funny is, you um, remember when uh, Finn and Steffi announced their wedding? I don't remember. Mm. I mean, they, they announced their wedding. I think they had an announcement on the internet. Yeah, I remember. You had the, the, that, that scene of the, a person in the dark room, <laughs> the dark room typing like, Typing, looking at this, uh, the computer, typing, uh, and you hear the music. That's she like order. Okay, thank you for spoiling me. That's she like order. I laugh. You have no idea. I laugh. I mean, oh boy. The thing that that I found so hilarious with Sheila is when she said she always had that line. I, I think that was last year. She always had that line of "You could show me a little bit of compassion and understand." <laughs> It's hilarious. It's hilarious because she's anything but that compassionate understanding. Right. She's a psychopath. And it's, it's like, you tried to kill me. Yeah. Why would I be nice to you? Yeah. And the, the, the thing is that before the killing stuff, before before she shoot Finn, Finn was the only person who showed her compassion. He was already showing her compassion and understanding. That didn't stop her from shooting her, from shooting him. Right. And the, the thing that makes no sense is that she said she wants compassion and understanding. You should okay. You you didn't mean to shoot him. Okay, I can uh, can agree with her. That was accidental. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. The bullet was meant for Steffi and Finn. Right. Up. So that makes it better in her mind somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and the thing is that she when Finn was left was laying on the floor in the puddle of his own blood, and Steffi was like, "We gotta call nine one one to help him." And she was like, "Put the phone down." I said, put the freaking phone down. And then she pressed the button, boom, and that's it. And she left both of them for to differ. She, she left yeah, like she didn't even help her son. Yeah, no, she just left. She took, she grabbed her. I think he had his his wallet in his pocket, right? She took his wallet. She grabbed Steffi's wallet, and she walked off like nothing happened. So this whole compassionate and understanding stuff <laughs> is bull crap. This is an act. Because mm. she's a psychopath. Yeah. That's that's just to tell what was me. So you could feel sorry for me type of deal. It is. It is. She always says all she wants is love, but you can't just go around shooting people. <laughs> and then expect them to love you. Exactly. And before all that, Finn was actually showing her compassion. <laughs> but of course, she's the villain. So she had to do some, something yeah. because she's the bad guy. Feelings, of course, that makes sense. that makes perfect sense. But it's frustrating yeah. when, when she's talking, going on and on and on. And on. It is, it is, and they often will do like the same. They'll have the character say the same thing like multiple days in a row, and you're like, yeah. "Look, 
we're fans. We watch it every day. We get it. Thank you, you know, like show a recap at the beginning and of the week or something or the end of the week and be done with it. Like they yeah. don't need to the same conversation for three days straight. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't. What is this? Oh, I mean, how many times have I heard compassion and understanding? I, I could count. How many times have I heard that one? How many times? Like, well, I got a question. Yes. Do you think Steffi's going to come back to Finn? Because we all know she's gone because of maternity leave. Yes. I saw her at the event and she is so cute. She is so adorable. So do you think she's going to come back and be like, oh, I missed you, Finn, and want to be with Finn? Or she's going to come back and be like, sorry, I'm going to be with Liam now. If she were to come back to Liam, I want her to come back. I want her to come back to Finn because he's her husband. Right. She's still married as far as I'm concerned. And that's never been an issue, though. I don't people people don't seem to think that's a problem on this. Yeah, show, apparently. Right? <laughs> I mean, I hope when jumped to bed with Thomas while she was married to Liam. Well, they keep Carter with a job, right? Yeah, <laughs> he access with the, with his the boss, the, 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 the his boss's wife. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's a hot, steamy affair. Yeah, it was though. That one was, yeah. We we saw the the charming and sexy side of Carter Walton. Carter Walton, who's been very by the book, very yeah, very, like hope, the standard nice guy, very by the book, and he completely showed his wild side. I think they're going to do. We'll we'll, we'll get to Hope and Thomas later. We get to Hope and Thomas, but yeah, I I want Steffi to be with um to come back to Finn because okay. Finn is is a genuine good guy. Yeah, he, I agree. And the thing that absolutely irritates shit out of me is this. Because of the Kaylee incident, now they're all acting as, a, especially everybody, they're all acting as, oh, Finn has to prove himself. He has to prove that he really cares about Steffi. The dude jumped in front of a gun and took a bullet to protect Steffi. What more should he be doing? What more should he do to prove himself? Right? What more could he do? The guy literally, literally sacrificed himself to protect Steffi. All right, he has to prove. And Liam, especially Liam, oh, he has to prove. Now, his uh, loyalty is in question. <laughs> loyalty? You're going to talk about loyalty. Oh, the, the, yeah. the, the, the personification of flip-flopping, Mr. Liam Spencer, huh? The, the, the self-righteous womanizer talk about loyalty. What a joke. What a joke. This dude is a joke. A joke. Yeah. And he doesn't have any respect for Finn at all. He never did. Because if you remember what he says about Finn now, he said the, exactly the same thing he said about Finn three years ago. Remember when Steffi had her addiction to opium? And yeah. he was like, I don't know if Finn is a good person. I, I don't, I, I, he seems very questionable. I don't trust him around Steffi. Steffi is vulnerable and he has a very yeah. attitude. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me, are you talking about Finn or you're talking about yourself? I have to question, Mr. Liam. Are you talking about Finn, who has been nothing but professional and responsible? Because should I, should I remind some people who probably have forgotten about that story? Should I rem uh, give everyone a refresher? Because trust Finn went over to Steffi's house as her doctor to told her about the danger of overusing painkillers. Prevent, he warns her against the overuse of painkillers. What did, and I understand Steffi was in pain. I, I understand. But she got her painkillers, her, her pills, from Vinny. 
illegal pills. That's how she got addicted. Oh, but that's Finn. Oh, Finn should have seen the signs. Finn should have. Finn is not Steffi's brother. Finn is not Steffi's. They're not. They were not married. He's not her husband. Right. He wasn't her husband. He's not her cousin. He's not. He's just a doctor. Right. I'm. 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 My voice is raising because I'm so arrogant because of I remember Liam's attitude. Now he should have seen the signs. He should have. Marvin not. is not a Liam fan. Shut the fuck up, Liam. He should have known. He should have known. He's a doctor. He did his job. He was responsible. He was professional. To me, Liam is... Goodness gracious, Liam. Uh-oh. Finn, sorry, is one of the few characters who, who was actually did the ethical thing. He, I'm going to explain. He realizes that he has feelings for Stephanie, and he told her about it. And he said, because I have feelings for you, I can no longer be your doctor. If right, you were any other man on the show having catching things for his patient, he will go all, he, I don't care about ethics. I'll go all in with it. Finn didn't do that. No, I'm not I, I, I'm not gonna be your doctor. Because he's a good guy. Thank you. And that that doofus, that self-righteous doofus of Liam, ah, uh, but I don't know if he if he has really more sense of more distant DC. He, he has no sense of decency of ethics. What is you never have the right ever to say that, Liam, to anyone ever. Jesus. I, I think because way, way back, I used to like Liam. That's the crazy thing. I used to like him way, way back. But yeah, when Finn showed up in 2020, and he, Liam was so, he was so rude. He was so disrespectful. He was condescending, righteous. He was oh, so high and mighty and holier than thou. Any ounce of sympathy I had for Liam way back was gone. Done. And, and what sealed the deal is when he cheated on Hope. Yeah, he shamelessly cheated on Hope. He's like, oh, I have no shame on doing what I did. What we did was beautiful. Uh, don't be embarrassed. What we did was beautiful. And I will keep the memory of this beautiful night in the back, in my back pocket. Uh, what? Yeah. I, I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? What are you how saying? Is, how is he the good guy? How is he the good guy? I'm like, what? I mean, I mean, wow. What a way to dis- what a way to disrespect. I, I, it's a shame Hope wasn't there to listen. I wish he would have been there to hear what he said to Steph because when Steph, when Liam said that, I believe him. Right. I do believe he was he meant it. He was genuine. I yeah. do believe he meant what he said. But when he went on to to because the, the funny thing is he told Hope about sleeping with when he slept with Steffi. And he was like, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Bullshit. Sorry. Bullshit. You don't, but you don't regret it. You enjoyed yourself. You had great sex with your ex while being technically being, being married. And you out here lecturing people about decency and morality. Get the hell out of here. Well, speaking of that, what do you think? What do you think about Hope and Liam in general as a couple? Do you think they're a good couple? Do you think they're a not a good couple what do you think at the beginning i used to think of them as a as, as cute as adorable at first me too i thought that yeah they hope hope finally found a guy, another guy and yes yeah, liam seems to be like a nice guy why not let's go with them and i would root for them in every of their storylines when the steffi thing happened when the amber thing happened i was there all there with them i was rooting for liam i was rooting for hope i was all for them mm-hmm. but the thing is People, especially on, on messages and forums, things I read and whatnot, people acting as if uh, Hope and Liam's relationship has been compromised. I, I feel like Hope and Liam's relationship has been compromised 
for, for, for like a long time ago with the many interferences, the, miscommun- the miscommunications, the interferences, and the lack of accountability from either from either either sides. More so Liam, an excuse, an outside interference as an excuse to not take responsibility or not to learn from their experience. He, he has Bill, he has Amber. I, Amber, I can understand because Amber framed him. She framed yeah. him uh, uh, making her baby his or something. Because it, Liam, I, I remember Liam was drunk or something. And then he yeah. woke up, he woke up and, he, and he found Amber and he didn't remember what happened the night before. I, I get yeah. it. That's not his fault. I, I can't fault him for that. I can't fault him for that. At first, yeah, I thought they were a good couple. Yeah, me too. I thought they were adorable at first. And then I don't know what happened because I guess Steffi wore him down because at first he didn't want anything to do with her. But then she just kept showing up and kept showing up. And then remember, she showed up at his house in lingerie. Like, it it was, she was intense. She was sending him videos of her in lingerie, sexy videos. Yeah. That music, if you show what you got and you get what you want. Stop yeah, because and girl. because Hope was was waiting until marriage, so she was using that to her advantage. Yeah, yeah. No. But are you happy that they got a divorce, or that they're they're not divorced actually? But are you happy they're getting divorced? Personally, I think it's good for either either one of them. It's good for both of them. Liam does not deserve hopeness the way he no, is. he doesn't. He doesn't deserve. Mm-mm. doesn't deserve at all. And I think Hope has been, st- with Liam, Hope has been stuck into that 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 persona, that good girl, sweet girl, innocent good girl persona. I think Hope has been stagnant with Liam. She has not been able to grow and evolve. She's been doing the same thing over and over again. Right. I think with Thomas, although I, 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 I've, I'm cautious about their, their pairing, I'm still very cautious about them, their pairing. I can see Hope character evolved i could see the writers reinvent hope's character in, in some ways i don't know what you think of the this new uh this new hope logan at least the hope, the, new, the hope logan we see now i, I like it i she's feel seen- like she's been in locked in a cage everyone tells her what to do and she always does what everyone else wants she's always worried about what everyone else thinks true True. And she doesn't like there's times when she wants to do something, but she won't do it because she knows how everyone will, how everyone will react. That's, that's true. So, like, I love the new this new wild side of her where she's like, look, <laughs> there's no attachments. OK, like, I don't know what I want yet, but I know right now I want you. Right. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks good on her. Yeah, it's good on her. And you notice Maybe. that. Along with that character change, her wardrobe looks different. Yeah, wardrobe changed. I Before agree, she, it did. She has more of a bohemian chic type of type of style, and now she has a more um style, stylish, stylish, stylish. We have dressing, yeah. dressing style. Yeah, I think that looks good on her. She and I like the the short hair better than the long hair. I don't know about you. Yeah, I do. It's pretty. She cut her hair a little bit. It looks. Yeah. I think keep keep that look because so then you're good with them splitting. Absolutely. Okay, but you're not. You don't. You're on the fence about hope being with Thomas, though, right? Uh, in a sense, where I um, I'm st- I think I'm still stuck with the whole baby story, but I do f- because again, it, it has vibes of um, their pairing has vibes of uh, hope uh, being with her. Um, uh, what's the word I would use? She is uh, pairing. She's getting together with her uh, 
abuser in a way. Right. In some, at some, on some level. That's why it's I'm conflicting. Not, I'm not completely all in with the soap pairing. <laughs> completely. I'm not going to go, oh, no, they shouldn't be together. That's terrible. I understand why they're together. I, I see why, what the writers want to do. I think the, the soap pairing is uh, a doorway for the writers to allow to, to Hope's growth as a character. I don't know about what you think. I'm, a, I'm very conflicted. Thomas brings out a side of Hope that I've ne- that we've never seen before. <laughs> That's true. That's true. She br- he brings out a whole other side of her. But at the same time, it's not very realistic to think someone would fall in love with their abuser. Exactly. That's why I'm not completely all in with them. Now, don't get me wrong. People in abusive relationships are in love with their abuser. But in this situation, she already knows ahead of time that he, you know, yeah. she knows ahead of time that yeah. he's that way. So, like, I'm yes. I'm nervous because I don't know if he's fully uh, better. Mm-hmm. So I'm nervous about it. I read rumors like... Uh... Thomas is still ma- manipulating and he's still working in the shadows. He's maneuvering because the 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 the, the setup with um the when the, the way Douglas set up the romantic setting for for his parents, there are rumors that oh Thomas is behind on this. He set this up. He said the he, he said the he's the one who, who's pulling the strings again, and it will turn out that he's manipulating. He's obsessing again. I'm like, if they're going back down that road again, I'm like we've we've been doing this. Since Matthew Atkinson took over the role. That was great the first year to do that. 2019, 2020, fine. He's the villain. That's great. Wonderful. I think that's... Thomas as a villain was a great reimagining of the character. Was he? Because I watched the show in 2009. So I was... There are a lot of things that I didn't see. Was Thomas ever... Was Thomas ever really evil? Or was it the first time? No, he's done... He's done horrible things before. Like, as he was growing up and stuff, he's done horrible things before. Yeah. He convinced Brooke that they slept together and they didn't. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot of things that he has done. I think I think that he doesn't mean to, to well, I don't, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Because he knew the whole time that Beth was at Steffi's. Almost the whole time. Exactly, exactly. You can't really take up for him. Really? I mean... I was in 2019, I, I hated Thomas. I hated him with a passion. I was, I was, I hated Thomas and I was rooting for um, Liam and Hope to get back together and I was actually on Brookside for once. Wow. Oh, yeah. Guys, Marvin is not a Brook fan. What? <laughs> Again, that's not, not allowed? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. I may not like her, but I can acknowledge when she does good stuff. I can acknowledge right. when she is in the right when she does good stuff. For example, when she became friend with Taylor, she became she befriended Taylor, and she was being concerned. And she has her and Taylor come to an understanding of bridges the problem and whatnot. I was copying to Brooke for both Brooke and Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Finally, that's great. I agree. So, but I yeah. did think their friendship was kind of weird, only because like your enemies for, for so ever. Long. Like almost your whole life, your enemies, and then all of a sudden, your best friends. That's the thing. It's that it, it's it was very over the top the way they did it. Was mm-hmm. as much as I enjoyed it, I can acknowledge that. Yeah, I can acknowledge mm-hmm. it was over the top and exaggerated. But they could have at least made it in a way that is more um, believable. 
But I see what they were trying to do. I see what they were trying to do. I do, I do see what they're trying to do. Another moment where I liked Brooke was when she helped Stephanie with her, with her cancer. When she found out that Stephanie was suffering from lung cancer and she was the one helping her out. Yeah. Accompanying her at her at her appointments. Really, really be concerned about Yeah. Her. Like, yeah. I, like I think she's I'm a good person at heart. She has a good side. She, she has a good side. She has a good I just side. think she does bad things, but she always has some kind of reason. It's not like she just goes after people like Bill. <laughs> that's the reason why I place, I don't remember my alignment charts. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, that's why I placed Brooke as chaotic neutral, since where she has that wild, free spirited, spontaneous, adventurous side to her. Right. But in terms of her morality, she's not exactly a good guy, but she's not a baddie either. She's always some sits somewhere in the middle. Yeah, that's true. Well, speaking of, all right, what do you think about this new <laughs> feud between Ridge and Eric? At first, I was like, because I felt at first when I saw Eric being very uh, defensive and angry, but I I understand why, because Eric felt slighted by Ridge. He felt felt disrespected. He felt, yeah, slighted and disrespected. So I I understand why Eric was reacting, but I, I felt like there's more to it. There's more to the story than just Eric being all upset about a stapler, for example, man. Mm. It's not just about the staple. It's more. It's more than that. I don't no know. Way, yeah. Is. There's more to that story, and I want to find out what it is. But we finally had our answer. He suffered from. Um, I know what it is, but I don't have the the, the word in in English. Well, his hand is shaking, basically. Right. Yeah, his hand is his hand is shaking. I don't have the his hand hand is shaking, and he cannot um he cannot draw anymore. He can't draw, and he wants to 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 have a, a final collection. One final collection. Right. And I feel sorry for him. I do. I do. Ridge doesn't have a right to tell him he can't do a line. Exactly. But he, he, he founded the company. Yeah. If he wants to do a line, let him do a line. What's the big deal? Yeah. Let him do it. Let him do his thing. Why and can't you have two couture lines? Exactly. Ex- thank you. I don't. Forrester is big enough to get a two, cor- two couture line, don't you think? Yeah. But Ridge is being how Ridge always gets. Because see what it is, is if you go back in history, yeah. the very first episode, yeah, Eric and Ridge are fighting yeah. about their designs. Like Eric and Ridge always had a tension between them since the show started. And it kind of like went away and now it's coming back for whatever reason. Yeah, Ridge has always been a bit of a douche. Bit of a jerk. See that, and, and and I think that's the huge difference between Ridge and Liam. Ridge actually, the for the writers actually don't try to make Ridge into a nice person. They actually let him be a morally ambiguous character. He actually is. He's a douchebag. He's a douchebag. He's a womanizer. He's a womanizer, and they embrace it. They own it. Right. Ridge owns it. He's not trying to be a nice person. He knows he's not a nice person, and he owns it. Yeah. Sometimes he can do nice things. He can do good things sometimes. So what? He doesn't care. But the writers with Liam, they're trying to whitewash every time he's he, every time he does something questionable. They try to whitewash it and say, "No, he's the good guy. You're supposed to like him." Hell no. But back to Eric and uh, and uh, and and Rich, Eric and Rich situation. Uh, we found out about what he suffers from when he he told RJ about it, and he said that he needed his help. Yeah, he's having like tremors where he shakes. Yeah. 
from exactly. But I'm not a designer. I don't, I don't know how to draw. But it's in your blood, RJ. You're a forester. It's in your. It's in your. Everyone blood. keeps telling him that. It's in your blood, RJ. It turns out that RJ, and this is, I, I think the whole the storyline with Eric. Eric wants to do a final collection, which is awesome. You know why it's awesome because Forster Creation has been focused around, has been heavily hope for the future focused, mm. and I think it's nice to have a to take to have a break from it. Yeah, on, on the what made Forster Creation Forster Creations just couture. Hope Logan, yeah, great, but the the the, the base, the foundation of of Forster Creations is couture, not Hope Logan. I don't disagree, but yeah. He was. He told. He told RJ about his condition. RJ feels bad for him. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course you're gonna help your grandfather out. Yeah. So he so he accepts to help him out. And the thing is, is that um for the longest time, Rage has been pushing his son to design to designing. Right. And I'm like, nope. I want to do my own thing. I want to do. He's an influencer or something. Now a situation turns of events. Now he's in. He's he's going to into the family the family business. But they did it in the way that is very beautiful, very wholesome. For the longest time, I've been wondering, what are they going to do with RJ? Because he's been doing nothing besides filling right. in other people's business and stories. And, and him saying to, to Liam, you should be with Hope. Oh, you should be with Hope. Oh, oh, you should be with Liam. You love him. I'm like, I'm like, what? He was, he was being a busybody. He was going around to everyone, right? <laughs> like everyone. What do you think? What do you think? What's going on with you? What's going on with you? It, the, what's, what's I find it a bit ironic because he said he doesn't want to get into the family drama when he first came in. That was his tagline. I don't want to get in the family drama. But you got in the family drama sticking his nose where it don't belong. Right. <laughs> I, I don't think RJ is necessarily a, a bad guy or whatever. He, he, I think he's a nice, genuinely a nice guy. But he has a tendency, but this version of RJ more specifically has a tendency to stick his nose where it don't belong sometimes. Yeah. But I do believe he's a, he's a, he seems like a genuine nice guy. Okay, so the new girl, the oh, new girl, oh, did you, when, when she came on, yeah, there was, at first it was like, oh, she's so cute and everything, but then it got weird. She's over in the corner. She's yeah. answering the phone. Exactly. And someone, I was trying to see if I recognized that, her voice, but someone exactly. was on the phone telling her, you better not be around the foresters. You better stay away from the foresters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, no. Because then when she's standing there and she's, like, looking at the dresses and stuff, the scary music plays. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. She's not going to be a villain or she's going to be some uh, troublemaker or whatnot. Yeah. I thought that was funny, though. Luna, that was she, her name. Was it? What was it? Luna. Her name was Luna. Luna. That's right. Luna. She's adorable, though. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, she's adorable. She seems like a sweetheart, and I'm like, she's gonna be Audrey's love interest. Yeah, he's gonna be his love interest. I called it. She's gonna be her love, his love interest. Definitely. You know, Probably. she may be there to make trouble. Maybe, maybe she is. Maybe she's. She seems sweet, but she's a bad girl. Yeah, because why are they playing the scary music? Yeah. Right. Sure. So you are you team Ridge or Eric? <laughs> I'm team Eric. Because now we are in a fashion off. I'm not sure what to call it. We're in a um, battle royal, a fashion yeah. battle royal. I was shocked because Eric was like, no, I'm not working with him. I don't want him nothing 
to do with do. this. I don't want him around this. I don't want nothing to do with Ridge. I'm like, God, where is that coming from now? And you notice, remember that he also mentioned that his office is used, uh, people doing whatever, don't even work at on, in his office. Yeah. He mentioned the fact that people go, go as in, uh, people, anybody get walks into his office to gossip and talk. Eat. He said they, they had yeah. lunch in here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, he feels disrespected. He does. And they threw away his damn stapler. Yeah. He was mad about that. Yes, he was. He was. And he felt like Ridge was sending him a message that you're, you're too old. Retire. Leave. And he that's- kind of, see, that's the thing about Ridge. He's being nice and mean. So it's conf- it's like confusing to me because he's <laughs> saying like on one hand, we don't need you here. I'm in charge. You need to go on vacation or something. Right. But on the other hand, he's saying, well, he's, you know, like he is the company and he's the face of the company and all of these things. Right. Well, I know he has a line in him, but I already have the line. Like Ridge is very arrogant. I agree. I don't know who's going to win, but I hope Eric wins. (laughs) Same. I'm team Eric with RJ. Yeah, me too. And then you know that's going to cause another conflict because it's. I feel like that's going to make Thomas jealous. Uh, if like if the line is real successful and everything, I think Thomas is going to get jealous of RJ. I do because everybody's going to be praising him all of a sudden. Oh, you're the best designer. You're so great. And Thomas is not stable, so I'm worried about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've already so you you thing that thomas may go back to being a bad guy again yeah may, i think it's very possible may go back to being a villain again to make argue the good guy so they could, they could battle have a feud or something yeah because if i'm telling you if hope changes her mind and she breaks up with him or goes with someone else or anything he is going to lose it because she keeps asking him, are you sure you can handle this? Are you True. sure you can handle this? And I'm like, it's kind of scary you even have to ask him that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Especially that he's been obsessing over her for quite a while. Yeah. Obsessed with her for a long, for a while. People say for years. No, no, no. He was obsessed with, with the whole for like four years. Since 2019. Yeah. Since when not, not before that, he was in love with Sally Spectra. Uh-uh. So he's not for years. They, they're overblown it. They over-exaggerated, but no. And it was a different Thomas when Sally was on there too, wasn't it? Yeah. Thomas was completely yeah. different. Completely I different. I kind of miss Sally. Yeah. They ruined her character by making her fake her death or fake her illness, I mean. And make her look crazy. Yeah. She's doing good on the other show, though, her character. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, well, sort of. <laughs> you can do on a soap opera, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they did sell it dirty just to make Flo look better. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this could be good for Eric. This whole battle royal could be really good for Eric, or it could put him like in the hospital. Like I don't, I don't. It could be really good or really bad. I don't know yet. True. True. It's true. Because I get the, I don't know why, but they always put things in. They rarely, what I'm saying is they rarely put things in that, that are not related to something. Right. So he's having, now he's having medical issues. So I feel like we're going down that 
road now and I'm getting worried. I'm like, oh no. I hope he wins it. I hope he wins it. He does. He wins it. I hope he wins it. Really do. Because that'll be good. That'll be good for him. I think that'll be good for RJ as well. Yeah. For him and RJ. That got RJ into designing. We Oh, we also saw that Katie and Carter are still together. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure. We haven't seen them in a while. So I was like, okay. And then um, I like, personally, I like Donna with Eric. I thought the scene with, with her saying, I just want you to be happy. You know, I just want you to do what makes you happy was so adorable. And she can cry so good. <laughs> right? Yeah. Donna is a sweetheart. She's very adorable. Do you like uh, them together? I remember way back I wasn't a fan of Hope and uh, Hope. What, is, what am I saying? But Eric and Donna at first, way back in the day, because I felt like Donna was more of a, uh, she was the stereotypical trophy wife. Mm-hmm. Back then. But yeah. I, Recently, more recent, more recent years, they gave Donna this more uh, fun—not not really fun, but dorky kind of adorable, kind of somewhat dorky and and sweet and lovable. Yeah, uh, nice girl. She has a few quirks. She has her quirks. She really seems like a really genuine, genuine nice girl. Good girl. Definitely more on board with it because she feels more like a person, not just oh she's hot and sexy and she's blonde. I think there's more yeah. to her, than just, and, I, and that's nice. Yeah, I agree. I like them together. Yeah. So moving on. Yeah. Do you like Deacon and Sheila together? I like their pairing. Me too. I think they, they I think they they play they all play off of each other so well. So well. They are and so I, I think they're genuinely in love. Yeah. I don't I think it's fake. Yeah, I think too. I think uh they're 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 very funny as well. Mm-hmm. I think Deacon brings out the human side of Sheila. I don't know about you. Yeah. <laughs> feels human when she's with she feels we see the vulnerable more vulnerable human side of her i i do believe sheila genuinely genuinely loves and appreciates deacon me too and i think i totally agree that he brings out a different side of her he like helps keep her in check and makes her seem see when she's with him i actually feel kind of sorry for her which is insane because she shot them i should not feel yeah. sorry for her but i can't help myself <laughs> i'm this i'm on the same boat i'm on the same boat same boat same boat I, just, I love to hate her but then i also feel bad for her it's very confusing <laughs> i'm in the same camp but i've always i felt like especially in recent years because i don't i don't i i, I don't have the full History with Sheila. Mm. I've seen Sheila in like when she came back in 2017. Then she had her feud with Quinn, mm. Eric back, and then she had her storyline uh, with Steffi shooting her. I don't know if you remember that. And um, with Finn, oh, when she came back in 2021, and she had her story with Finn and Steffi, and she's been dealing with them ever since. Yeah. So. I'm like Finn. I'm, I'm like I'm I'm like John Finnegan. I don't have the whole history of everything that she has done. I heard about it. I haven't seen it. All, all right. I see is what I see right at the moment. But I feel like the writers are making. Sh- I think they're adding some shades of gray to her character. Without with they're adding some shades of gray to her character. She's still a villain. They're trying to make her a more uh, add some more nuance, more layers to her character. Yeah, she, I think um, they're doing good with that. I think they're doing a good job with that because as much as you want to hate her, you also kind of feel bad for her. Well, Tammy don't, 
but like I do. I kind of feel bad for her, you know, like she's done horrible things though. So it's kind of hard to say I feel sorry for her, but I do a little. I do a little. Yeah, same, same way, same way. I feel the same. The thing that actually, because I rewatched that scene that actually makes me laugh so hard. I don't know if that was the same case for you, but remember the scene when when she was with Bill and Bill revealed to her that this whole thing was staged, that he never loved her, that was all fake, and that you're going to be in prison for the rest of your life. And then she yeah. was like, ah! Kimberly overly played the scene, like, no, and then she jumped out there, and she, well, she went off the window, fell out the window. She jumped off the window. I was so hard. I was like, how... She just fell off the balcony and got up and just walked off like it was nothing. I was yeah. like, well, this lady's like, she's like supernatural or something. <laughs> she was able to escape and, and take a car and run and, and drive and drive all the way to Deacon. I'm like, whoa, it's, it's insane. No one can recover from some fall like that. Nobody. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, she just got up. I was like, oh, call the ambulance. Yep. <laughs> you didn't need to and she didn't even she wasn't even hurt apparently and she went over to deacon and she thought that she was safe with deacon but then this is when they arrested arrested her and deacon was he didn't want to do that though yeah but he felt like he had to he did the have thing, to the thing the thing that's interesting is that when she figured that deacon was the one who did it and she looked at him they, they were looking at each other and she was like she looked at him as a way to tell him, don't worry, I'm not mad at you, I get it. Right. You have to do it, I get it, I'm not mad. Yeah. But if it were anybody else, ooh, if I, if I get out of prison, you better watch your back. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then, oh, uh, we left out a major part. We found out that Deacon is the one who got Sheila out of prison. Yes! Yes, he, he, he bribed the judge. They were he, he what I remember when um that was Friday's episode, right? Mm-hmm. When um Sheila left Deacon's house and Deacon went over to the at the restaurant, he met with the judge. They were talking. I'm like, because at first I didn't recognize the judge. I thought yeah, that was just, me either. I was going, who is what who is this guy? Why is yeah. he important? <laughs> and then when they were talking, I figured, what? So that's why Sheila Sheila was released. Oh my gosh. And Sheila was there. I think she heard it. Yeah, I think she heard it. I think she heard it. I'm looking forward to see what they're going to do with it. I'm looking forward to see what are they going to do with this. I can't believe he did that. Okay, if it gets out, he's so worried about them dating. Don't worry about that. If it gets out that you bribe that judge, they're going to go nuts. All of them. All of them. The whole cast. cast. (laughs) The whole family is going to be at his apartment there to yell at him <laughs> throwing tomatoes at him Boo! Whoa, there mm-hmm. you. i'm sure steffi will be no i'm sure Steph, steffi would be busting that door down how dare you bring back sheila so this yeah. is your fault you steffi can't blame her yeah yeah I, I would i would agree with steffi i totally believe that she's scared i don't necessarily agree with the way she's going about it but i i totally get that she's scared she don't want her kids to be in danger Exactly. She's 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 trying her best to be a responsible parent. Right. And by and unfortunately, she's trying to be the responsible parent and the writers are making Finn irresponsible. They have, they have the audacity to make Finn look irresponsible 
to, to, to force our, us to accept Liam as the best option. Never going to happen. I'm sorry. I, I was stunned by that. Finn is not the type. Finn doesn't strike me as the type that would turn his back on a kid. When, <laughs> so, like, I was very surprised. I was like, oh, wow. He just straight forgot for a second. Me neither. Me neither. I'm like, that's not him. That's the writers trying to sabotage, trying to sabotage our boy Finn to make him look stupid, irresponsible, reckless. So when Liam shows up, see, I'm the better option. Motherfucker, you're not. <laughs> you're not it, Liam. You never were. And you never is. You never will be. I am not sure where this is going. I, I think. Well, I know Deacon's going to be in trouble. We know that because <laughs> they exactly. don't show you things for no reason. You know, this is coming back out. Exactly. Some nosy person. I don't know who. Usually it's Liam. Some nosy person is going to find out. I don't know how, though. Yes. Now, moving on. I feel bad for Brooke because she's in the middle. And you know how she is about Ridge. So she's going to take Ridge's side. She really probably thinks, just let him do it. Like, you know, but she's got to do what Ridge wants, you know, because she's got to support Ridge. Yeah, she, 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 she'll do whatever whatever she has to do. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what she does. <laughs> exactly, that's what she does. And he even sent her over there. Go over there and see what's going on. See if you can talk him into retirement. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. The more they say that, the more determined Eric gets. Exactly. I don't want to go on freaking vacation, okay? Like, I don't, I want to do what I want to do. Like, leave me alone. Exactly. Let him have his collection. What's the, what's the big deal, guys? Well, I don't understand what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the problem? Me either. Let him do his collection. If he wants to do his collection, let him. I want to see his collection. I want yeah. to see. I don't want to see Arge's design come to life. Oh and yeah, I'm excited. Them, I want them. I want them to win. I'm rooting for them to win. So that means. Oh, you know what that means. That means we're gonna have a a fashion show, like a a, a and it'll be a big one because they're going against each other. Exactly. And as Rich said to uh, to Eric, let's settle this on the we settle this on the runway. I think he said it at least twice. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I hope Eric wins, but I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. You know how Ridge is. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him to try to bribe some uh, buyers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he bribed the judge for for Katie to have uh, full custody of Will to get payback on Bill for slipping. Yeah, with but that's all right because Ridge is like Liam. Ridge is untouchable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Between, like I said, between Ridge and Liam, I would tolerate Ridge over Liam because Ridge owns the fact that he's a douche. True. He's not trying to be anything else. The writers are trying to make Liam the nice guy. When he he is a, Liam is a wolf in sheep's clothing. The reality of it, he's not a hero or a good guy or saint or whatever. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Writers, B&B writers, caught the bullshit already. <laughs> owns it. Own it. Liam is not a good guy. He's a bad guy. He's a villain. He's an antagonist. Own it. Own it. I've been saying it. Own it. Let him be the... Look, it's, it's very simple. It's very straightforward. I'm going to make the writer's job very easy. 
Here are the archetypes. Finn is the good guy. The real good guy, by the way. Thomas is the anti-hero. All right? right. For sure. Liam is the wolf in sheep's clothing or quote-unquote toxic nice guy, narcissistic nice guy. In other, in other words, he's the villain, but disguised as some sort of a good guy when he's not. Liam, they could even be meta about the way they present Liam. They can be meta. Fans hate him already. Use the fans. How about milking the fans' hatred for his character to make him a villain on the show? How about using the, yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah, be meta about, about the character in a sense where, yeah, we're presenting, we're presenting Liam. Liam thinks that he's righteous and good and whatnot when he's a piece of trash and own it. Let him be yeah. a villain. Let him be the antagonist. It makes sense for Liam to be a bad guy. I mean, the, the thing that, I don't know, maybe it's the writers, maybe it's the producers. I don't mean to be def- offensive or to, uh, to, um, to be, to, uh, I don't mean to offend the writers and producers. I don't know, maybe they are morally bankrupt or whatever. Maybe they need to go back and read the definition of what a good guy is. Because <laughs> none, of that, none of those things. I'm sorry. How can we, every fan, now, so many fan base, I, because I'm, I've, I've been, what, whether it is on Facebook, whether, they, whether it is on the Bold Beautiful Forum, whether it is on uh, whatever platform it is, social media, everybody says that Liam is a piece of trash. So how can you refer to a character as a piece of trash, as someone that you hate him, and he, you present him as, you want to present a guy that we hate as a good guy? That right. doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. If we hate him, adjust the writing, make him a villain. And, and you know what? It's like he does things, he does bad things. But he's nice when he does it. Like, I, I, I know someone that will, like, say things to you and, like, dish you to your face. But they say them so nice that it's so confusing. You're like, um, why is she talking like Mary Poppins? But she's dissing me. Like, I don't understand what you're, like, I don't understand this whole conversation, right? So my, fa- my favorite thing that happened recently is when Finn confronted Liam he said to him, just because you're, you know, just because you have history with Steffi and you think you're this good guy, this great guy, better than me, that still doesn't give you the right to hit on my wife. We're married. We're together. It's not like we're separated or anything. Like, it doesn't give you the right to hit on my wife. And you know what? Liam, could he went up, uh, up, uh, because uh, he couldn't say anything because he knows it's true. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Liam is the anti-villain in a sense where, because you have the anti-hero and the anti-hero is basically a character who looks like the bad guy, who appears like he's a villain, who has traits, personality, and tendencies of the villain, but yet he's he's doing good things. Right. The anti-villain is the opposite. He seems like a nice guy. He sounds like a nice guy, but in reality, his intentions are not that pure. Right. That's where Liam needs to be. This is what they need to do with Liam's character. That would make sense. Make again, if Liam is a villain, he's not going to be straight up evil because I don't think that would work. I don't think that would make sense with him. Right. Could, that he is a villain, but not in a traditional sense of the word. Because I I know you suggested this idea to James Law Jr. and he was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I remember because I watched the episode. I'm like, he does he doesn't buy. He doesn't believe me into my vision of Liam as a villain. I wonder if you talk to James, since he doesn't believe in my vision for Liam as a what I would suggest him in order for him to get the picture, the full picture. I was because I watch wrestling also. I'm a wrestling. No way. I'm I'm a wrestling fan for sure. 
Yeah. Well, we're so going to have to talk about that, too. <laughs> I, I, because I watch WWE, I would recommend, James, to watch Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan's promos from late 2018 to early 2019. Because in, in at that time frame, Daniel Bryan, because Daniel Bryan usually is a good guy on the show, on the, on the wrestling show in WWE. Mm-hmm. But because his good guy act was getting stale and redundant and fans were no longer into it, he switched. Uh, he switches to become. He said, "Well, make him a villain. Make me a villain, so I can re- I can um, uh, freshen up my act. You could freshen up his act. So he mm-hmm. became a villain. And when he played, the thing that's brilliant about Dan Bryant as a villain is that it's not so much the it's not so much what he says that makes him evil. It's the way he goes about it that makes him villainous. Because um, Daniel Bryant was playing the role of this a very arrogant, very holier, very self righteous." A vegan environmentalist character. The guy who cares, saves, saves the planet, who cares about the environment, uh, who cares about recycling and whatnot. And yet he was, he would deliver his, because everything he would say makes sense from a logical standpoint, but the way he would deliver his message, there was this, because I recycle, because I'm a vegan, because I this, because I care about the planet, I'm better than you type of attitude. Right. I, would rec- I would recommend him to go watch those videos, listen to what his promos. And everything he says, because I feel like this, his personality does align. The personality of his character aligns with Liam's person. Definitely aligns with Liam Spencer. That's how I would see Liam if he were to be presented as a villain on the show. Because right. people, when people think of villain, they think of Quinn, of Quinn Fuller. Or they think of Sheila Carter. Or they think of Bell Spencer, who are a very obvious villain. They're very overt about their villainy. Liam would be the reverse Bell Spencer if Liam were to be a villain. He would be the reverse Bell Spencer in a sense where um, he hides his villain, his because he hides his arrogance, his villainy, his narcissism underneath this veneer of righteous. I'm a nice person. Whereas when Liam, when Bill is evil, yes, I'm a bad guy. So what? Deal with it. That would right. be Bill Spencer. He's very straightforward. Liam is bad. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I dumped you out of a helicopter. I'm not going to say I didn't. Do I kind of feel bad? Nah, maybe. Like, I'm glad you didn't die, but like, yeah, I did it. You know, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Liam would tiptoe around it. I've always tried to make a, make, come up with a righteous, like he has a, he's righteous and, and good and he has a good reason to do whatever he's doing. And yet he seems virtuous on the surface, but in his intention and what he's doing, not so much. That's the type of villain he would be. He would be the anti-villain. That's how I would present Liam. Finn is the is the genuine good guy, and I think we could parallel Finn and Liam. Finn is a genuine good guy. What 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 is and what it being a genuine good person looks like? That's Finn. Right. Finn is the toxic version of the nice guy. You know the the nice guy who thinks because they're nice they are entitled of everything. They think they're entitled of the relationship. They think they're entitled of love. They think they're entitled of of uh, people caring for them because they're nice. They're not nice right. because of the goodness sake. They're nice because they have an agenda. They, they're looking for something. That would be, Liam could be a social commentary on that type of person because these people exist in the real world. And Thomas would, could be the dark and tortured anti-hero. Yeah. There, I solved your problem, writers. I give you I give you three archetypes. I'm not even a writer. I'm just a viewer on the show. Three archetypes. I make your job easier. They're doing that with Hope right now where she is kind of coming out of her shell. We're seeing another side of her. They could do that with Liam. Like, it, I, I agree with James that if it was just a complete 180, drastically changed, everyone would be mad because they would be like, he's 
he's nice. Like why, why, what, what is he doing? You know, but he could get with someone else or he could have more edge. They could have more of a, a bad boy come out. I would, I would totally be down for that. I would like to see that. Let him be, let him be, let him be the villain. I feel like he was, they were kind of doing that when he was 2020, when he was opposing Finn. He was kind of the antagonist to Finn. Yeah. Finn was the good, the, the real, the genuine good guy. And Liam was being very antagonistic and being very douchey and jerky. It, they should have continued. They should have continued down that road. Great. Let Liam be jealous. And the thing, you know what I would have done in terms of the storyline? What I would have done, I would have had Liam be so consumed with jealousy that he neglects his family. The the love, the, the, the woman that he claims that he, I mean, nobody was getting in his way between him and Hope anymore. Nobody was interfering in his relationship to Hope, right? Right. He would have just be happy with her. But no, he was so, because Liam, Liam wants his harem. To me, the person that, that should have made Liam a villain that should be Finn. Finn should have been the breaking point. Because understand, Liam, Finn lives in Liam's world. He lives in, this is Liam's world. This is his world. And Finn exists in it. Liam has been used because, again, I, I understand Liam in the sense where, because I, I don't know if you remember, I did a recording about it. A recording about um, the last recording of 2020 when I did my missed opportunities. I talked about oh, yeah, yeah. the psychology, what would drive him to become a villain. It's not that Liam is a bad person. It's more that Liam at first was just an average guy, right? He was just an average, an, uh, by the numbers, just average dude. He was yeah. just an average guy, right? He was poor. He was living in a, or he, he was just living in a, like every, every um, working class people, right? Yeah. He was a tech guy. Exactly. And then he had, he was, he was an internet Spencer. He was an internet space publication. And he was working for Forrester Creations. He was an IT in Forrester Creation. And he was an internet Spencer publication. Right. And then Liam went on this, uh, he was went looking for his father because he did not know who his dad was. So that's why he went to Los Angeles to find Hodel, who his father is, which is understandable, which is believable and understandable. Yeah, cool. You went to find who your father is. And I was ready for Liam. Where I was like, yeah, go, go find your father, man. Go find who your dad is. I was really full, really ruling for him. And at first there was this idea, this, um, whether is it Thorne? Because Thorne dated Liam's mother at some point. And oh, then right. Yeah. Bill, was it Bill? And then Bill was like, you cannot be my son. Look, 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 look at this guy. He's too, he, he, look, look at him. Look at him. Oh, yeah. He's tofu for crying out loud. Yeah. He, he's a, he's a, he, he, he saves kittens and he drinks bottle waters from recycled bottles and, and he <laughs> eats tofu and he's too sensitive. He's unmanly. He's blah, 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 blah. And he would attack him on and on. And I'm like, what? what? I, I, personally, I was annoyed by Bill. I'd bail out to toy lamb. Like, what has he done to you? Yeah. He's like a nice person. What's wrong with you? And yeah, I, rem- I remember way, way, way back at the time when I was watching these episodes and turns out that his father was, Liam was not accepted by his, fa- by his father initially. They had a right. very rocky start. There was always this underlining message that Liam was not good enough. He wasn't Spencer enough. He wasn't this enough. No, you're, you're not, you're not, you should be more of this. Because even if when you think Bill accepted Liam, they, he was always on some level trying to change, yeah. trying to be more macho more aggressive and more of this, but that's not who he is naturally. He's a soft person. He's generally it's a okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm kind of the like, same way. I'm kind of similar. To if you're you. like, I'm a sensitive person. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just same. same. 
Liam is a lot. (laughs) He's just a lot. Like, it's okay for him. It's just like Ridge. Like, it's okay for him to do it. But if anyone else does it, he's going to be all over your ass. Exactly. He did that to hope. So, yeah, the thing is. Oh, my God. He can't forgive one kiss. How many times, (laughs) how many times did he cheat on her? How many times did he kiss someone else? For crying out loud, he kissed Sally in the building. (laughs) Under the rubble. Uh, You know what, bitch? I don't care if you're about to die. Don't kiss other women. (laughs) Are you dead? No, but you're about to be. (laughs) They were under the rubble. And Sally was declaring her love for for Liam. You know, declaring his love and whatnot. And, and And she kissed him. She initiated the kiss. Yeah. But what's worth it, the worst thing is that he he uh, reciprocated it. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You think you're about to die, but I just, I don't see myself personally. Like, um, I'm about to die, kiss, I'm just going to randomly kiss this guy. You know what I mean? Like, we're not together, but I'm going to kiss this guy because I'm about to die. I I don't (laughs) know. That's crazy. So it's, uh, yeah, the, the, the thing is that, yeah, Liam was an average guy. He found out that his father is Bill Spencer, who is a billionaire, who has a, an empire, Spencer publication and whatnot. They had their rocky relationship. And Liam from being, Liam went from zero to a hundred. His life took a turn for the better. Yeah. And uh, he, it, it's like Liam had everything handed to him. His father hand him over, handed him this glamorous life that he's living. Right. House, the the clothes, the, the 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 beach house, and what have you? The the, the loaded bank account. He gave him everything, which right. again, I don't fault Bill for doing that. That's his son. I don't fault him for doing that. Right. But the, the logic from for why Liam would become the villain is that Liam has created this perfect little world where he is the center of everything. Mm. He's the center of everything, and. Liam is even though Liam was a genuine. I, I do do I do believe Liam was genuinely nice at first. Seems like a genuine person at first, but I believe all this attention, all this praising, all this love, all this thing he's getting at some point, especially when he has Hope Logan, at first was his original girlfriend, and then Steffi came in and she meddled. She she came in into the and she she uh, got into it, she basically she was the interloper in their relationship, right? Right. Like, and then she got into their relationship. She got in between both of them. And then Hope and Steffi are literally battling each other, fighting each other, belittling each other, degrading each other for his attention. More so Steffi than Hope, if I'm being honest. So I agree with you on that. I think we're dogging Liam, but he only did what they allowed him to do. Yeah. They allowed that behavior. They put up with it. They let him go back and forth. They always take him back. Like, they allowed the behavior too. Like, I feel like they're just as guilty because at any time they could have said, I'm done with this. Yeah. I can't sit here and wonder if you'd rather be with her or me. Exactly. And this is, and of course, he's been getting all of this attention. And, and the thing, even when he messes up, when he does something wrong, people are like, no, Liam, you're the greatest. You're the smartest. You're the most, you're the greatest thing since life. Right? People keep praising, even when he messes up. Look the difference between Finn and Lee. Lee didn't mince words with her son. Oh, yeah. That was a good conversation. But what is she trying to say? She's almost making it sound like she wants him to kill her. 
He's because she, she keeps saying you don't you wish you would have let her die and yeah, you, got, yeah. you got to do something. You got you got to get rid of her. I was like, exactly. what? <laughs> what do you I mean get rid like, of what? her? What? Yeah, I wasn't the same. I was like, what is this? What is this? What is this? <laughs> are, they, are, are you trying to push his son to murder? Right. I was I was totally like shocked. I was like, what is she saying? How what do you mean get rid of her? Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> I was confused. I'm like, what? You, you think she's gonna go crazy and attack Sheila or something? Who? Lee? Lee, yeah. Honestly, I feel like she is the kind of person who's capable to do questionable things as a way to protect her son. Because yeah. at first when you see her, you think, oh yeah, she's a good guy. But I feel like Lee's character could potentially be morally ambiguous. And they very, I think she she's potentially could be a very protective, if not somewhat possessive mother, somewhat right. possessive parent, to the point where she could do something very questionable, if not if, if not reprehensible, to protect her son. Right. That's what I think could happen. That's what I think could happen. But back to, to Liam, he's getting all this attention, all this praise. Even though what he messes up, people keep praising and keep clapping and say, yeah, he's, you're great, you're great. And all of a sudden, uh, you have this new guy who shows up, who who sweeps, who gets your ex's attention. Right. And all of a sudden, you no longer have your heron. You can no longer flip-flop back and forth. So right. Liam, Liam sees Finn as an obstacle. He sees this. Uh, you're trying to. I think the reason why Liam des- despises Liam Finn is because his contempt, his disgust, his arrogance towards Finn three years ago, to me, is the culmination of years and years, decade even, of being the center of everyone's attention. And now, all of a sudden, this new guy who shows up, he's trying to disrupt the status quo. The status quo is that, no, Liam is the only guy that women fall in love with. Liam is the only guy women look at. Liam is the only guy who everyone worships the ground he's walking on. And you have this new guy who gets Steffi's attention. And his arrogance, his, his this condescending attitude comes from his ego, bruised ego in some way. Very hurt ego. So he, he's, he, he, gets, he gets jealous because... I think on some level, Liam knows Finn is a better husband than Wes. I think that's the reason why he resents him. Because Finn is everything that he could have been but never was to begin with. Right. I think that's why he hates him. And that may, so that makes him for him not to like him. It makes him sense for him to be consumed with his jealousy so much that he, that he becomes obsessed with, with Steffi. Kind of like Thomas, except that Liam is not a psychopath, obviously. Well, he is and, Bill's son. I think Wyatt and Bill try to tell Liam, especially Wyatt. I think Wyatt tells him what what all of us want to say. Exactly. I think I love when Wyatt and Liam are together because I feel like Wyatt tells him, like, you're being ridiculous. Don't sit here and lie and say, you're not going to hope because of Thomas. You know, you're not going back to hope because of Steffi. Like, don't sit here and lie to me about that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was one kiss. Come on. Yeah. And that's what all of us wanted to say. Exactly. It was like, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. My point exactly. Well, I think we covered everything. I think we did. <laughs> you always have good ideas. Like, I don't always agree because you dog Brooke sometimes. I'm going to let that slide, Marvin. Okay. I'm going to let it slide. 
I dug her when she deserves it. True. This was so fun. And you'll have to come back for sure. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Thank you, Marvin. You're welcome, Amanda. Bye. Bye.